Shabbos Daf Kufmem Hey. Today's email comes to us from Long Island, one of my favorite emails of all time. Even before Corona brought your share to Zoom, your style of teaching was funny and engaging to the point where I felt like I was sitting there in the base message with you. Your charts and pictures help explain the Daf like no Rebbe or Magid share I've ever had. The interaction, I'm going to read just parts of it, it's a very long email, the interaction of the Zoom share with the folks who would never make it to the MDY brought your share to a whole different level. And finally, it talks about Tishabov. I was always taught we don't learn anything about Tishabov related to on Tishabov because learning brings one joy and we're not supposed to have joy in Tishabov. However, since learning with you, I probably for the first time in my life actually enjoy learning Gemara, even if I don't grasp every sugya. And this will surely be the first Tishabov I understand what the joy of learning is. I will truly miss not being able to learn with you this Wednesday night and Thursday, but I'll make it up like I do on Mati Shabbos on YouTube. The Gemara says an amazing halacha, Rav and Shmuel say, that if a person squeezes liquids into a salad, those liquids have a halacha of a salad. Says Rav Chisdav, so if I milk an animal into, let's say, cereal, which is a salad, the milk has a halacha of a salad. We just have to understand, how is a zav metama the milk in a case where it's a salad? The answer is, because there's a drop of milk that he puts on the udder to ease the milking process, that drop is a liquid, and it's tame, and in return, it's metama, the salad milk. If somebody's a tame mace, and he squeezes grapes, if the grapes are exactly a kibetza, they have the ability to be metama other food, if it's kibetza. The issue is, once you give it a squeeze, and juice comes out, it's no longer kibetza. So it doesn't have the power to be metama what comes out. But if you're squeezing it into a bowl, not into a salad, then that liquid becomes tame. Rav explains, in those days, they wouldn't wash their bread with eggs like we do to make it shine. They would wash it with grapes, grape juice. And this is Machlaikis. Is it considered a salad, says Gemara, or a liquid similar to what we're saying now? Rav says, no. Everybody agrees that it's a liquid. The question is, since it's a liquid that's going to waste, once you put it into the oven, it's going to burn out, is that considered a salad or a liquid? And we have a third shot. There's three reasons why people would crush olives. One is to make them sweet. And if that's the case, you want the liquids that come out of them because it's creating sweetness here. Therefore, that liquid has the ability to be mashal kabotom. It's one of the seven liquids. But if you're squeezing them just so that the salt would adhere to the olives, then you don't want the liquid, and that liquid is not powerful enough to be mashal kabotom. What if you want to test to see if these olives are ready for the olive press? Tanakama says, that's not enough to be mashal kabotom. You don't want the liquids. Rebuta says, it is mashal kabotom. Says everyone of Rebbe Yeshua. The machlek is by olives, is whether or not liquid that's going to waste, like in this case, because you're squeezing the olives, the liquids fall to the ground, it's going to waste, is it considered a liquid or a salad? However, he says, in the case of grape juice wash on the challah, since it remains and it gives a nice shine, so the machlek is different. Machlek is whether or not can I consider it a salad or a liquid. At the end of the day, it's there, it did its job. Rav says you're permitted to squeeze a fish to get brine out. That's not what people do. People don't squeeze fish, and therefore it's mutter. And Rabimi said a very interesting lashon. He says, Heli Kim, it's a lashon of a shvua. Ain't I rov My own eyes heard this from Rav. In fact, the Gemara says he didn't hear it from Rav. He heard it from someone who heard it from another one, four people removed, and he swears that he heard from Rav that it's in fact mutter. Rabbi Yechon says it's a iser raisa. Cooked vegetables, according to Rav Shmuel, if you want if you're squeezing them because you want the vegetable itself to be better, then it's mutter. Now, if you want, if you're we're dealing with pickled vegetables, Rav Shmuel, if it's for the physical, for the actual pickle, you're doing it so that the pickle tastes better, it's mutter. But if you want it for the pickle juice, then it's awesome the Rabbanon, according Regardless, if it's pickles or cooked vegetables, for itself it's mutter, but for the waters that they contain, 
It's an iser doi raisa. Vayim and saying the raisa, the only iser schita is on two fruits, on grapes and on olives. And he says another halacha. There's a concept of ain aid mipi aid. You can't hear testimony from another person and go ahead as if you saw the testimony yourself. Besides one case. If a woman is in Aguna, they say that her husband, they, somebody saw her husband dead, he could come testify that he heard it from somebody else. In fact, Allah is, you could use aid mipi aid when it comes to a Bukhar. A Kayin, who gets a Bukhar from Yisrael, if it has a mum, he doesn't have to bring it as a carbon. So the Kayhanim would lie, they would pretend they had mum, they would make, inflict the mum, and then say it's mine. So you have to bring a witness. If it's a witness that heard from another witness, it's okay in the case of a Bukhar. So then we have to explain when it says Eidus Isha, it's not referring to Naguna, it's just referring to testimony that a woman would be believed, and in the case of Bukhar, she's believed. The Mishnah tells us that Chalis Dvash, honeycombs, once you scrape the side, the honey continues to ooze, and Memela, you can't use it on Shabbos, and Rebbe says it's Mutter. There's a very similar Machlaikis in an almost identical case. Olives, you crush them before Shabbos, and the oil oozes through Shabbos. This is more, they're not identical. When it comes to honey, honey, whether you view it as a solid or a liquid, it is one form before Shabbos, and it remains the same way after it oozes out. But by an olive, it's a solid that turns into a liquid. Nevertheless, it has the same halacha. You're not allowed to use it on Shabbos. According to the blazer, it's permitted. Famous halacha of Ein Bishul Bishul, says the Mishnah. If I cook chicken before Shabbos in water, I take it out of the pot, I could put it back into boiling hot water on Shabbos. Why would somebody do that? For medicinal purposes, for refuah, you want to dissolve the chicken completely. The more says it's a disgusting food. Rav Papa was, or Rav Safra says, Rav Safra, if I wouldn't have this unbelievable three-year-old aged wine, I would have thrown up everywhere. It says, Rabbi Yechanan, you're making fun of our food from Eretz Yisrael. What about your kutah habavli? It's even worse. Anytime I think about it, I want to spit on the floor. It says the Mishnah, if you didn't cook up this chicken before Shabbos, then it's also to cook. However, you can rinse it with hot water. Hot water rinsing is not considered cooking. If it's a very old fish, a year over a year old herring, let's say, or kulisai sponyanus, it's tuna, kulisai sponim, or French mackerel. They're very salty, so by rinsing them off on Shabbos, that's the Gemara Malacha, that's the finishing touch, and that would be usher for these two things, it would be usher with the rice. Rabbi Baraba, and Ravasi says the Gemara, we're sitting in front of Rabbi Yochanan. They thought Rabbi Yochanan fell asleep, it looks like, looked like he was dozing off. And he started asking Ravasi, Rabbi Baraba was asking Ravasi a bunch of different questions, which Rabbi Yochanan overheard, and when he woke up, he said, Ravasi, I told you, if you don't know 100%, just like you know that your sisters usher to you, then don't utter those words. What were the questions? Rebchia Barab asked all the questions and the questions were as follows. Why is it that the birds in Bavel are fattier than the birds in Eretz Yisrael? Says Ravasi, no, in Eretz Yisrael they also have fat birds. Says Rebchia, that's true. The reason is because the birds in Bavel didn't have to migrate. The birds in Eretz Yisrael migrated for 52 years, like we said, on Everybody had to leave Eretz Yisrael. How do you know it's 52 years? Because the word Behema is bigamatria 52. He asked, why is the Simcha of Yantav greater in Bavel than in Eretz Yisrael? Ravasi answered, because in Eretz Yisrael they have money, so it's not such a great big deal. In Bavel it's a big deal. Yantav says, well, not true. It's because in Eretz Yisrael they had a curse, where in Bavel they didn't have a curse. Why is that Tamid Chachamim in Bavel dress differently, with very cool clothing? Says Ravasi, because they are not such Tamid Chachamim. Says Ravasi, no, they might be even greater Tamid Chachamim. The reason is, because they're not in their country. Why do Goyim have Zuama, impurities? Ravasi says because they each cut some Muslim. Says Rabbi not true. It's because the Nachash by Chava inserted Zuamantur and it only went away 
when there was a Matan Torah, but the guy weren't a Matan Torah, so they have Zuama. And this is in contradiction to the Manoma that says that the Zuama left by the Shvatim. Have a wonderful day.